if we start to dig a little deeper into this story, and we, mm -hmm. you know, we can look at this from different perspectives, but mm -hmm. I think that, that Jesus is doing something here specifically for the disciples. Hmm. Now, this might be going too far, and I don't know, I can, you know, we can't read it into the text, but, but it almost feels a little bit to me like Jesus, Jesus is setting the disciples up to teach them something <laughs> yeah. that is hidden. Yeah. You know, most of us, most of us have blind spots when it comes to our prejudices. Hmm. We don't even we don't even recognize them. Sure. And because if we did, for the most part, I think a lot of us would go, "Oh, that's something in me that I that I don't that I don't like that mm -hmm. I don't want to have, and, yeah. and I want to do something about it." Right. But oftentimes we don't we don't even see them. And right. So I think I think Jesus is continuing this teaching about the heart condition. Mm -hmm. What's inside? What's going on? And and so he's going to use this woman almost as a mirror. Mm. For what you know, what is going on yeah. inside the heart of, of these disciples, and when you say it out loud, mm -hmm. it it becomes shocking. Yeah. So if we dig into the story from the disciples' perspective, right? Yeah. Jesus goes a long way, I think, to teach this. That's the other interesting thing. There's no other ind indication that he sees anybody else or does anything. So he this walks, entire journey. This, yeah. He oh. walks 45 miles. He has an encounter with this woman, and the next thing is he's back in Galilee. That's interesting, right? So yeah, so we're saying this has got to be a pretty important lesson, right? Right. So to yeah. have it be put in the gospel in this particular place, mm -hmm. right? So it's Galilee teaching of the heart, it's Tyre and Sidon teaching of the heart, and then it's feeding of the four thousand, and just boom, boom, gotcha. boom, back in Galilee. Yeah. So this is almost like a parentheses, if you will. Yeah. Right. 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 In the whole thing. Like let's so let's, yeah. let's pause this. Pause this because this go is over a here. really important lesson. Because it almost feels like it's uh, it's it's like him exposing this for maybe the purposes of what's going to happen in the in the future, moving forward in this scenario. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that's got to be. Because has he done the great the uh, Good Samaritan parable yet? Uh, no. So yeah. which is not he's not a Gentile. He's still a Samaritan. So there's that tie. But right. it kind of sets up the that. It's not just the Jews alone. Yeah, and I think I think maybe one of the almost more important than that is is again is is looking at the expansion of Jesus' ministry. Hmm. Jesus Jesus came to save the world, yeah, not just the Jews, right? Which is why this is a bit shocking as well when he mm -hmm. when he responds the way he does. Yeah. Right? So you so you know that he's responding that way, but it doesn't fit with everything that's going on, and yet at the end it all. It all, comes, it all back. comes back it together. It all comes back together. Yeah, yeah. Right? So when you look at this from the disciples' perspective, they first show up and the woman sort of, you know, approaches Jesus uh -huh. and it's shocking uh -huh. to them. And so they're they're quiet. And I think Jesus, this is sort of like the first question in the test, if you will. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because Jesus remains quiet. Mm -hmm. And then the disciples speak. Mm-hmm. But later what happens is the disciples are quieted. They are basically, yeah. they're, they're so shocked, I think, on what how they responded that they don't have anything to say. Because the only response from the disciples is send her away in this entire yes. scenario. Send her yeah. away. Send her away. And I think, again, as I said before, is that they pile on because of Jesus' response. Mm -hmm. What the disciples should have said was, Jesus, I mean, we know that. She's a woman and a Gentile to boot, but she has a legitimate need. Shouldn't we at least yeah. Yeah. You know, 
address something that. for her, address yeah. that. But they don't do that. So their picture of God still is a bit skewed. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, well, we don't have time for a, for a woman beggar Gentile. Yeah. Right? And so she's, she's not worthy. Right. She's a dog. She's lower than exactly. them. Got it. So, they, so they sort of set, fail that first test. Mm -hmm. So now, now what's going to happen, right, is, is that then Jesus seems to be going along with them. Sure. And so he says, no, I'm only here for the lost sheep of Israel. Mm -hmm. right? And so I think what Jesus is doing is he's setting the disciples up to see this woman's great faith and their prejudice. Sure. Right. Yeah. So now it continues from the disciples' perspective, right? So Jesus has said, no, I'm only here for the lost sheep. And then she continues. Now, so now she falls on her knees mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she cries out. Um, and, and really, sometimes in the Bible, we lose sight of probably the most meaningful, raw, honest prayers that there are. Hmm. And, and, and what does she have? She has nothing except have mercy on me. Yeah. Help me. Right. And I, and I think what we see here is that God responds to that kind of prayer. God hmm. responds to honest, authentic prayers. Mm -hmm. So often our prayers are, you know, and these are fine. He's, you know, bless this food, make sure yeah. grandma's okay, and, right. you know, protect us on our, on our trip, right? Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and, and those prayers are great, but at some point, we have to grow up. At some point, yeah. we have to get honest enough to pray something and risk the answer. Yeah, right, absolutely. Risk a no, risk a, I don't know, risk a, mm -hmm. you know, and so here's this honest prayer from this woman, and I think it moves Jesus. Mm -hmm. I think it moves the disciples, but we don't know that yet. Yeah. And so now what happens is after this honest, raw prayer, Jesus' response is, you're just a dog. Mm -hmm. I think at this point, the disciples are shocked. And I yeah. think we're supposed to be shocked as well. Because it doesn't, in, in all of the reading leading up to this, like you said, this doesn't look like how we expect Jesus to look. Exactly. This response doesn't fit with everything he's done up to this point. Exactly. And we are reading third person. The disciples were there. Exactly. They've seen this. They've experienced the healing. They've been a part of these miracles and his reaction to the culture in a way that would say, this just doesn't feel right. And you would assume that at some point, although he calls them dense many times, so maybe there's just isn't possible for them to pick up on it. I, well, I think they did. I think at this point, they at this know, point. at mm -hmm. this point, they didn't know at first. Sure. But at this point, you know, this woman has fallen on her knees mm -hmm. and essentially is worshiping Jesus, hmm. a Gentile. She's worshiping him because she's crying out, yeah. Lord, help me. Mm-hmm. Right, help me, help me. This is, I, there's nothing else that she can say. Yeah. And so when Jesus doesn't, which is so, we just Out don't, of we don't see it. I don't, I don't know that there's any, any place else recorded where this kind of re response is, right? Mm -hmm. this, this would move him because it moves God. We know that this kind of prayer moves God. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus, I think, is holding off 
for the shock value to the disciples. Because mm-hmm. what just happened, what just happened in this, with Jesus' response is sort of articulating this built-in prejudice the disciples had. It, like you said, it's holding up the mirror. That's, that's where the mirror, and the gotcha. disciples finally looked up Right. I think they finally looked up and went, <gasps> yeah, yeah, this is this is what this looks like. Uh, I gotcha. Right. This is, and, and I think I think in this moment everybody is shocked, except her. Right. She doesn't it, it's like she doesn't bat an eye. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, honestly, uh, it's like this is this is great faith. This is why yeah. you know some commentaries feel like she doesn't believe that Jesus means it. Right. Yeah. She won't accept that answer. Yeah. And the disciples are are, are shocked at Jesus because they must think he means it. Mm-hmm. And her response is, is so perfect. Yeah. Her response is like, it's sort of like a Jesus response. Right? It, very much, yeah. that's interesting, it is Throw the much. first stone if you, you know, if he yeah. without sin, right? I mean, it's so, huh. it's so perfect. And, and I think this is why yeah. it's, it's a very much it's a such Jesus a shocking response. story. Yeah. And so at this point, the, the disciples, notice they don't say anything. Nothing more. Nothing more. They're just shocked to silence. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus, I think, looks over. Oh, we don't know this, but I just have this in sense your head, that yeah. in my head, Jesus looks at the disciples and says, your faith is great. Your daughter is healed. I think he's looking at them when he says that. Uh, interesting. So that they, yeah. they, you know, they complete this picture. So this whole, this whole story is, is sort of brought home. Right with her response, with Jesus' final response. Yeah. And the disciples are like, oops. Yeah. You know, oh man, this is what, this is how ugly mm-hmm. our, our belief system that proliferates this kind of prejudice, this is how ugly it is.